0: Hey guys, welcome to All About The Game and today we have Rutuja Bosle with us. She's a professional tennis player, being the number one tennis player in India in the under 12, under 14, under 16 and under 18 categories. She is also a national champion and has represented India at the Fed Cup in the juniors and the seniors. This is an incredible episode guys and I can't wait for you all to listen to it. Hi Rituja.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing good.
0: Long time no see. Last time I saw you was in Natasha's birthday party. Four years back, I guess.
1: Uh, That was like years ago.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) How is everything going on now? Uh,
1: Pretty, pretty okay. I mean, this lockdown is pretty frustrating. (laughs) Yeah. but uh, i have something to look forward for
2: <laughs> yes so
1: yeah just busy and you know just uh, doing wedding preps and just meeting and spending a lot of time with family and stuff so it's been good as of now <laughs> the lockdown and stuff yeah
0: sure sure what what training were you doing during i mean march from march to july like what have you been working on any specific things
1: Well, I think uh, I worked a lot on my shoulder, like, uh, I just, I mean, before, after the, I mean, before the lockdown, I played only two tournaments, Mm -hmm. and uh, my shoulder was, like, it was not in a good shape, so, I mean, I think it was a good time, again, I mean, I got a couple of months to work on the shoulder, and obviously, uh, I did a lot of maintenance stuff, because obviously, everyone was, I mean. Being at home, like we we you know not uh, we didn't have a lot of equipment and stuff to work with. Sure. So yeah, so I think I made full use of the time of being home
2: and just working on the shoulder
1: and hopefully it's strong enough to, you know, sustain for quite some time now. Right. right. Yeah.
2: Right.
0: That's good. That's good. And um, good. Hopefully you'll get back to tennis soon. And um, yeah. Um when did you get started with tennis? What's your story? Uh,
1: well, I started tennis when I was nine. Uh my dad, he was a national national player. Like he was a track and field person, like mm-hmm. javelin throw and four hundred meter hurdles. So like he was already into sports and like he wanted to put me in some kind of sport and uh is one of his friends' son used to play tennis. So, -hmm. it's like, let's just put her in tennis and see how it goes. So, obviously, the first year, I mean, I was like, I'll go one day and just skip one day and, Mm -hmm. you know, skip four days. It was like that. But I think when I played my first, like, you know, first tournament, like, it was at some club in Baker's Basket or something. And, you know, Mm -hmm. like, the nature of, I mean, nature of the sport, you know, to just compete and, you like, the the fire to like you know win you know like I won I mean what 10 years old but you know like it was just that feeling I don't I I can't explain it very well but that feeling of just competing and which is not just for tennis but even in life you have to compete for everything (laughs) which I realize now but I think that's how I got into tennis when I was I mean after that it was just tennis like started playing a lot of tournaments in in pune then in maharashtra then i started traveling all over india and um, just playing a lot of tournaments and training and stuff like so it was just like about sports in the house because of dad you know and then i i was 13 i won the under 14 nationals and after mm-hmm. that it was just like my parents they um, i still remember i i finished my 7th grade and my parents they asked me if um, what do I want to do, and like any kid who you know is doesn't want or want to wants to escape school, will sure. say that I want to play sports. Right. And I think that's how I got into it. But probably the best decision as of now, like it's it's uh, yeah, that's how I got into tennis. It was like nothing. It was not planned. Uh, mm. Like no, like I didn't know where I was going and what I was you know putting myself into. Like even. In, like, neither did my family. Like, ma- now when we look back and, like, we discuss about, you know, how far we've come. My parents, they always say that if they know how expensive and how time-consuming this sport was, right, that they would never put me into this. But, yeah, it's all been good. Af- I mean, like, the decision has been good. And my family has been very supportive of whatever I do. And, yeah, there's still a long way to go. But, yeah, it's been good as of now.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, it's great that you've gotten... Family support, I mean, especially in India, you know how tough it is, right I mean yeah parents with with their studies and everything that's that's amazing yeah
1: yeah um, like my parents, they never like pushed me into anything, like even in school i was I was pretty decent in school right. as well, and they were, they never like pushed me My like my, my dad never pushed me, my mom would always be on both the she would be standing on both the stones and saying. Abhyaskar (laughs) and Tennis Pan and all all of that stuff. But my dad was very, he's still very chill and Mm -hmm. he's like, what, like, you put in your 100% and whatever happens, happens. So, yeah.
0: Sure. Sure. So, um, what about the culture in Pune with tennis? Like, um, do you find it different as compared to other cities in India? Of course, I mean, it has some of the best coaches here. So...
1: Well, um, I don't know how to answer this because you know I've never trained anywhere else other than Pune. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, like uh, there's Hemant sir who I train with now, right. and before before I went to college, I used to train with Sandeep sir. So, so like basically, uh-huh. the uh, Maharashtra has had or like has a lot of players, you know, like who's who's who have who who played for India and. Right. Uh, doing well on the atp and the wta circuit so right. like i think probably delhi probably has another group of players like that
2: mm-hmm.
1: but other than that i don't I, I don't find it you know like different or difficult to train in pune because there are a lot of players who come to pune because of the culture here you know exactly. about the tennis because, because mm-hmm. the tennis like the coaches here they know or, like, they know what they're doing and yeah. they know how to train the players. And they're like, especially like with Heyman Sir, like, I have, like, I am someone who needs to be comfortable with my coach. Mm-hmm. And um, I think after college, when I came back, and that is what I was looking for.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I think that's something I've found in Heyman Sir, like, he's very open about things and, um, he, if I have, I mean, I ask a lot of questions at times, and he he's patient. He'll ask the questions, and you know, like I'll ask him, like you know, what do I need to improve and everything. So, like a lot of players who come here because of how Haman sir treats them or how, the way he coaches, and and because of his knowledge for the sport. Like he's mm-hmm. always, you know, he's always reading about something. He's always like sending us articles and everything mm-hmm. to read about. Mm-hmm. So, I think that is what, you know, makes a coach, you know, like, like to come and train with.
2: Definitely. So,
1: yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, probably there are coaches even outside Pune who are good good, and, you know, in other states like Gujarat or Hyderabad or Bangalore. But yeah. I've, I've not heard of them and uh, or maybe because I've been born and bought up here. So, right. probably that's the reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure.
0: Sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean... Aim uh, the number of players he's produced.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, okay, so nothing was planned and you decided to get serious um, at the age of 12, 13?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, what happened to your studies then?
1: Well, uh... Like as, as I said, I was pretty decent in school as well. And I, I finished, I did my 10th open school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I did my 11th and 12th in BMCC. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, then I went to US to, you know, finish my undergrad. But I don't, I, I never thought my uh, education was compromised or anything. Because I feel like... Uh, you know when you're doing a sport or when you when you're physically active you know you're so focused in what you're doing
2: mm-hmm. it's
1: just it just makes studying easier sure. you know like you don't have to put in a lot of hours to you know like to learn something because sure. you have the ability to focus and finish what what the ta- like the task which is given to you in a certain amount of time sure. and i still remember i i was supposed to give my 10th grade like 10th grade exams and I I played the junior Aussie, mm-hmm. and I came back and I just had a month to study for it. Not even a month, probably 20, 25 days. Right. And uh, I think I did decent. I got sixty eight percent. I mean, it's pretty less, but in a month of month of i educa- month of studying. It was it was okay. Sure. Like yeah. I think if I would have put in more, more, more time or something, I would have scored more. But I mean, I mean, I was happy with what I got because. I I mean I play I played the junior Aussie and I made my debut in um uh, uh, Fed Cup team also. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a good year for me.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean uh, when you compare it to the amount of time others spend studying and what results yeah. you know they've gotten, you definitely yeah. be at the top if you did put in those extra hours. So that's great.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And um
0: mm-hmm. so yeah, I know family has been really supportive. Who else yeah. has been really influential in your career?
1: Well, uh, my I mean, I would always give all the credit to my parents because they have been, I mean, they have seen me grow. They've seen me make mistakes and they've seen me make des- like a huge decision of going to uh, US, sure. you know, like, was I was doing, I was 16 when I made that decision uh-huh. of uh, going to US and I think I was, I think I was uh, 520 or 525 at that time in WTA mm-hmm. and um, yeah, like everyone, I remember like my few of my friends and you know, like the parents were like, why, why is she going to. U.S. You know, she's just started playing women's and she's doing well and all the, all of that stuff. But mm-hmm. you know, there are a lot of things happening. You know, on on the personal front, on the professional front, which which made me take that decision. But even I mean, even though I feel like sometimes my father was not happy with that decision, mm-hmm. but um, my mom, like she, because because of his profession, like he was never you know at home and he could he didn't see what I was going through.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: So my mom she she's always been there she's been like rock solid and she i mean she saw what i was going through and she completely supported the decision and she's like you know if you feel this is the right decision you should go for it
2: mm-hmm. and
1: you know like the yeah so my parents have been constant support like throughout and uh now i feel like my whole team like you know there's himanshu there is um my physios nutritionist and every like the whole team you know everyone's like such a core part of who I am sure. and you know like the person they're building into like especially like me being very injury prone and you know mentally just you know feeling feeling very uh, negative about the part where you know I've finished you know I've, I've finished three years on the tour after graduation mm-hmm. and I haven't actually competed a whole calendar year. I probably must have competed six to seven months. That's it, mm-hmm. and that too with a with a okay okay shoulder.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: now that I've actually found a team, I feel very I feel a little bit more calmer in my head. Where you know I can rely on them. I don't have to think you know about everything. I don't have to think about my food or uh, traveling. Mm -hmm. or the training part on my own you know I can just leave it up to them and these people will take care of me and I think that's what the athletes should do they should just think of you know practicing and putting in the same amount of you know uh, dedication even in the matches so now I feel like I feel my team is also like the people who I look up to now and you know who I rely on those are my like you know biggest supporters after my parents for sure wonderful
0: wonderful and um yeah it's great that uh, you have a good team now and yeah you basically don't have to you just have to do what they tell you to that's it there's not much more to think you can just focus on yourself and you know strategies, yeah. tactics and stuff and exactly great. um america talk to us about america what do you learn there how was your experience
1: Well, the first thing that comes to me when I think of America is a huge cultural shock. Mm -hmm. When I went there, I was just like, I was just shocked in like a million aspects of, you know, what was happening around me. Mm -hmm. Like from the basic thing of, you know, not understanding the professors in the classroom. Because in Texas, they have a very thick Southern accent and the classrooms were huge. Like, they were, like, auditorium. So, it was very difficult for me to actually focus and, you know, understand what they're speaking. So, the first year, I still remember the first six months, I would call my mom and I would, like, cry every day. And I would not I would not see the time, what the time is in India. I would just call her up, like, at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. and I'll just start crying. I was like, I don't want to be here. Just take me back. Even all of that stuff. The first six months. But, uh, yeah, like, uh, and... Um, on the on the tennis court also i suffered a lot like you know i was not playing good tennis i was playing at the number 5 position mm-hmm. so basically everything was just very crappy in the beginning but um, but again like uh, university programs they have such good facilities whether it's whether it's um, <laughs> whether it's food or uh, training, coaching on the tennis court, school or everything. They just have like a whole package out there. And uh, as soon as the coach realized that, you know, I was struggling not only in the classroom because, I mean, I was struggling because we have to maintain a certain GPA. He asked me about it. Yes, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to understand the professors. I'm struggling on the court. Like, I don't know where I'm supposed to focus.
2: Mm -hmm. Because
1: in India, I had help with everything because my parents would take care of everything. So, there, I had to do everything on my own. Right. And, yeah. And then, you know, like, they have a sports psychologist there. And mm-hmm. a, a great a great team of sports psychologists, you know, who come give lectures to all the athletes. And, you know, if we had problems, we can go talk to them. Mm-hmm. I think after, like, four months, I took sessions. And, you know, I, after that, I started getting comfortable and all of that stuff. And I think I found my group after that. Right. But then after that, it just about learning you know like uh, learning how to how to be a good teammate even though you know the tennis tennis is individual sport uh, tennis is an individual sport
2: sure. like you have to
1: learn how to be uh, a good teammate a good um, a good classmate a good student and everything basically you have to learn about everything sure. and not not only did i get better at tennis because i was part of part of a team of seven girls who mm-hmm. who have who not like who like me have been like top 60 world juniors and three mm-hmm. of them were top 10 right. so I was you know, practicing with all of those girls and you know just to see how they are handling their situations and you know how they're competing on the court so basically I was just learning from everywhere like even in the classrooms I was taking classes which I'd never heard of.
2: Mm-hmm. So basically
1: I was, I learned so much of not to just, you know, become a better tennis player, but as a person, Right. I did come in service. I did, uh, you know, I did like, um, a lot of things which I would have never even thought of. Mm-hmm. Like I did, I, either my favorite class would be, um, what was that class? I, I don't remember that class, but you know, a study of insects. So I forgot Whoa, the name, okay. uh, Yeah, I did study of insects for, uh, you know, for one semester. And I literally had to go on a field trip and catch 30 insects as one of the field trip assignments. And I had all these nets and uh, vials and everything to put the insects in. And, you know, that was something I never even think of. Like, I'm I'm scared of insects. Like, if I see a cockroach, I jump. (laughs) If I see a, like, yeah if i see a bee coming close to me i'll i'll get scared but then i was going there and i caught so basically it was just so much of learning you know new things and learning you know like you know i can survive on my own mm-hmm. i i learned you know where i lack in tennis and you know how how, how i need to improve on it sure. and just basically like learning about everything and i after i graduated i remember they have a small uh, function for all these student athletes who are going to graduate and um, our student advisor like uh, every uh, sport has their academic advisor like when she said that she has seen me grown from my freshman year to my senior year I literally had tears in my eyes because my mom was like you know listening to the speech and like it was just like I was completely different person like Mm -hmm. during my senior year sure and everyone had the same views and it was just amazing because as a person you don't realize it but when people say that you you see that you know you've come a long way
2: right. so
1: college has been a roller coaster of emotions roller coaster of learning new things being disappointed being happy and mm-hmm. just yeah happy memories at the end of it
0: wonderful wonderful that's that's great to hear and um, but if given a choice would you do it again or would you choose to stay back in India and grind it out and you know possibly be do you think you would have reached a higher rank after 4 years if you stayed in India
1: yeah so I if if given the choice right now I would definitely stay back Mm -hmm. and uh, but then that just depends you know like I was just 16 so like I couldn't handle the you know the uh, external parts external things that were happening but sure. now if i see i have learned so much that i know mm-hmm. how to handle those so i would mm-hmm. stay back now right. and i would see where the next four, like the four years would take me i obviously think about it sometimes what if mm-hmm. i didn't go to us sure. where would i be you know i do think about it but mm-hmm. like now i see like it doesn't matter because now i've grown and now i've seen what i need to do right. maybe i'll take a little bit more time than usual like if mm-hmm. then uh, normal people do but I think I'll get to where I want to be but even if I don't I don't think so I'll be disappointed because I know I'm putting my 100% and I would keep putting it you know I'll keep putting it and if I get if I get to the dreams amazing if I don't I don't think so there's any need to be disappointed about it
2: right right
0: wonderful um so something special Mm -hmm. happened this year yes Talk to us. Talk to us about it. I'm not talking about, um, you know, the personal front. I'm talking about the Fed Cup.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, we qualified for the World Group playoffs for the first Mm -hmm. time in the Indian Fed Cup history. And probably the best week I've had, you know, during Fed Cup or, you know, even my my tennis career, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, We we were supposed to play china the first day sure.
2: um,
1: of the um, of the tournament and all of us you know like we were just sitting there and we were talking about it and everyone say well at least china will be you know we would be competing against the top 40 players. you know like the worst player they had was world number 49 mm. which was peng Shui.
2: right
1: i was like every whoever plays they're going to play a top 50 player so it's like it, it's just amazing. So I, I, I didn't know I was going to win or whatever. I was just mm-hmm. like very excited to, you know, to compete against, uh, against a top fifty player. Okay. And I didn't even know I was going to play. And before one day before, like when Vishal sir said that I'm playing, I was like over the moon. Like obviously I was very nervous also,
2: mm-hmm. right.
1: But I was very excited to go out there and play. And I think I went up the, I went up four one in the first set. Mm-hmm. But I think after that, like, just the experience and everything of of Zhang just, you know, just came in. And then, you know, it was just, I mean, it was a good match, but I couldn't get the win. But I think Mm -hmm. it was, it was a good uh, opening round. And I think I carried the same momentum in the rest of the week. And uh, uh, against Korea, Uzbekistan, Chinese Taipei, I think I played some of, like, I played really good tennis. And it was, it was nerve-wracking because, you know, to have the... To have, like, to have India on your back and the flag on your chest is just different pressure.
2: Sure. And
1: everyone is actually extra motivated to play. So that week, like, all of us, like, whether it was me, Ankita, Sanya, Ria, or Sojanya, all of us were just so motivated. And and the good part was to have Sanya was just extra motivation because. You know, to just see, like, where she has reached and the way she was still working, you know. Like, she would come, she would do her warm-up, her routines and everything, and she'd be ready to hit with all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, she'd, like, warm me up before my match, even though she was playing last, you know, like, doubles. <laughs> and that was just extra motivation that just kept me more, more, you know, like, more excited to go out there and, you know, to compete.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and, like, as the week was progressing, everyone was just playing better tennis. And when... When uh, we actually won against Indonesia, like I still remember Ankita came up to me and she's like, Hum actually qualified. Kar kya? Like she mm-hmm. asked me this question three times. Right. And I was like, yes, we won. Like we are the second best, team, you know, on, on in the, in the whole draw. Like China, China yes. has won. They won all. And then it was us.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, it was like everyone was happy. Everyone had different emotions. And, you know, I was I was almost in tears. Ankita was in complete shock. And then Sawjanya and Rhea were just dancing. And then Sanya, because she's more experienced, she was so calm and poised about it. Right. So, it was just like, everyone was so happy. And um, even after we came back, like, uh, like to see, you know, to to give something to Hemansur as a gift, you know? Like, yeah. we came back at the airport and he came to receive us. So, right. That was another uh, another moment which I will cherish all my life mm-hmm. is because it's like Ankita and I have been working, like I have just been working with him for three years now, but yes. Ankita has been with for like almost, I don't know how many years now. Sure. And to give him this is something like to be very proud of, like every coach dreams about this and mm-hmm. like especially country like India, like where yeah. tennis is still going and you know, not everyone knows about tennis sure. and to do something. Like this to make a mark, you know, to be the first team to do that, it's very special and like something to cherish
0: wonderful, wonderful to hear um that's that's incredible, in fact, I mean, it's not a yeah. joke, and what what goes on inside the locker room like what do you guys talk about? I mean, preparing for matches and when you're playing for India. Is it, like, a really supportive environment or hostile?
1: No, it's very supportive, actually. Right. Because, like, mm-hmm. we have, you know, together. And, you know, the locker room stuff is a little bit different. Because, you know, like, the number two player goes... It's not like, you know, it's not like Davis Cup, you know, mm-hmm. where every like there's one match at one time and everyone's together it's yeah. not like that it it was it was a different format you know the number 2 player plays first then the number 1 and then the doubles you know
2: mm-hmm. so like yeah.
1: you know everyone's warming up basically at a different time sure. and um, i mean i mean obviously i mean it's a, it's a similar format but uh, i don't know how to explain but uh, you know it's very supportive like right. in, if, like if someone has already played the player they'll come tell you the tips mm-hmm. and you know they, they'll tell you ki karo, karo. like right, try right. to do this, try to analyze while playing. Right. And after like after the whole match is done is just fun, you know, like everyone's singing, you know, like we mm-hmm. we uh, we play some old Hindi songs or yeah. you know like who someone doesn't like old Hindi songs which is me, I'll just change the <laughs> playlist and everyone wants to be the teacher. So it's very it's very fun to yeah. be in a team to be in a team because like, I have been a part of team Four for four years during my mm-hmm. college years. Right. And, like, probably, Cup is one of my favorite weeks because, like, all of us are traveling alone all, you know, all year long and, you know, they just want some company and, like, for Fed Cup is, like, the perfect week where you get yep. to do that, you know, where you where you get to be with a lot of, you know, with your girls and, you know, just, mm-hmm. just to have to compete and also have a relaxed time after the matches. Sure. Like, like, even if have a bad day, like even if you win or even if you lose, Mm -hmm. the whole team is there to back you up. So, it's very supportive, fun, and, you know, very motivated also.
0: Definitely. Definitely. That's wonderful to hear. And, um, okay, back to you, individually. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) What are your thoughts when you're playing players ranked higher than you? Like, How do you go into? I mean, of course, there's always nerves. There's always, you know, a balance of, I'm going to give it everything. I don't care if I win or lose, since they're, you know, they have a higher rank. But
1: how do
2: you
0: go about it?
1: Well, same. Like, you know, you don't have anything to lose. You just go out there and probably just give your 100 percent because, like, I feel like, you know, the top player is not going to know about you. Clearly. They don't know who you are. They don't know, like, they haven't seen you compete a lot. So, they are, they are the ones who, who don't know anything about you. So, they are, they don't know what to expect. But like, since you have seen them on TV or you've seen them play a couple of times, you know what, what they can do. Mm -hmm. So, like, I still, I mean, I, I have not played a lot of top 100 players. Probably I've played three. Mm -hmm. But, But all I've done is, you know, just go out there and play to my fullest because I have, we have nothing to lose. So why, why to think about it? So probably, and that's what him and sir says, like, know your strengths, work around it. And if it's not working, try to go to her weaknesses. So probably the basic thing you can do. And that's how I go about it. Sure.
0: Great. Great. So, um... What has tennis taught you? What have you learned in all these years?
1: That you have to compete for everything and enjoy what you do. Because if you don't enjoy what you're doing, then it's, 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 it's not going to be fun. Like, it's not... It's going to be... It's going to be a lot of nerves. It's going to be a lot of pressure. And if you have pressure, yeah. you're not going to... You, you're not going to... You, you're not going to win. Mm Or not even, not even, not gonna play uh, the way you want to. And about the competing, like, you know, you have to compete it's not just tennis. You know, I've learned that you have to compete for everything in life. And that is the main reason, that is the main thing I've learned. And like, I mean, it's just, it's just, I mean, sometimes people forget that, you know, tennis is. Tennis can be, ten tennis can be tennis can be very. It, it can be like a teacher. It teaches sure. you how to deal with disappointments. It teaches you how to deal with happiness, and it teaches you how to even actually treat people at sometimes. Sure. So, yeah, this is this is what I've learnt. You know, throughout all these years, like, I mean, enjoy, compete, but also remember who you are and and just treat people with kindness.
0: Definitely, definitely. I mean, I personally feel, you know, just playing a three-setter teaches you so much, more than you've probably five, ten months in school. Just handling everything and just the stress and, you know. Yeah. So, great. And over the years, support, government support, private support have you been getting any anything um
1: after i graduated from college i i had a sponsor from uh, reliance youth mm-hmm. foundation for for 2 years and they were very good i mean they really helped me when i re- when i needed it because like as soon as i came like no one was going to support me and they did which was okay. very generous of them and um, now i'm with luxure and i had i had been with them before my college years and that and i'm very glad they um, you know they decided to support me again and now for my clothing and equipment i'm with yonex um, always had been a babolat girl took me quite some time to you know shift to yonex and find right. my groove into it now that i have like i really like the stuff they really like the rackets also
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and uh, my nutrition partner is uh, fast enough like it's been what a year was fast enough and I've seen tremendous improvement in my uh, in my physical abilities like you know just about my recovery and fatigue mm-hmm. like I have I struggled with it a lot and since a year it's gotten so much better and stuff so yeah this uh, governments of like Maharashtra so like MSLTA uh, had the vision program for quite some time but mm-hmm. I don't know why it is shut right now? Sure. I mean, I don't know, and I don't want to get into it. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, that's the only support we get from mm-hmm. Maharashtra, apart yeah. from the wild card, which uh, if we play in um, in the ITF or if if I really need it, they're very generous with it. Like because you know, being a top Maharashtra player, they help me out with it, which is amazing. Like sure. Sundar sir. Whenever we, whenever I ask him about for a wild he he never hesitates, which is, I mean, I'm very thankful for
2: definitely.
1: it. And yeah, that's that's the only support I have as of now.
2: That's
0: that's good. I mean, um, at least I mean it's good to see organizations like these supporting tennis and yeah. women's tennis, and you know, especially when it's growing. That's no, great.
1: definitely. You know, like, like we need uh, more people, like, more uh, more associations like Luxure, you know, Reliance to, you know, come up. Even for the upcoming players, not just for us, but even for the upcoming players.
0: Sure. So, talk to us about women's tennis. How can this sport become, how can we make it more popular?
1: Well, I mean, Sanya is a perfect example of how to make it popular. Mm -hmm. You know, like, done amazing things you know at Grand slams at WTA events and it's just amazing you know like she still manages to do it and uh, yeah definitely you know like we like the our generation needs to compete more needs to you know at least be ranked in like you know inside 150 for the world to recognize us like to even to like get there it's not easy and you know you need a lot of hard work and dedication and sacrifices and you know like like the fed cup week when we all were together like mm-hmm. and i saw auria saw janya ankita sanya they you know everyone's so focused and dedicated and you know everyone is everyone does what's needed for their own bodies no one will you know try to copy someone else sure. like you know doing the things you know like i didn't i mean i didn't see this a couple of years ago like mm-hmm. before i went to college i didn't see this but right. now that i'm seeing this like at least we're on the right path Mm-hmm. So, if maybe we'll get there sooner or later, but I feel like if you're on the right path, you're going to get there. So, I think just the rankings and the stuff is the only way that, you know, like how women's tennis is going to you know, be recognized and stuff. Because if you're ranked like 300, 400, it's, it's, it's good, but it's not something which the world is going to see. Right. So, you need to make a mark by moving up in the rankings and that's how you're going to you know, achieve that for the women's yeah. tennis.
0: Most definitely. Most definitely. And uh what's next for you? Goals, plans, I mean whatever you can share.
1: Well, obviously uh the goal is to, you know, compete again as soon as as soon as we can, but mm-hmm. since it's not it's not in our hands, so obviously the goals for me would probably for next year to, you know, like at least enter you know, top 200, 150, if possible, and for like, and the main thing for me is to stay healthy and complete a whole calendar year. You know, to yeah. compete and not just not just compete six months and you know not be you know, not be healthy. I want to be healthy. I want to be able to compete and see where I can go after that. Because yeah. I like I can have as many goals I want, mm-hmm. but I cannot achieve it if I'm not healthy or if my body is not gonna support me. Right. So, if for the next year, at least for the whole of next year, I would like to be healthy and, you know, just work on, work on my injuries and work around it and, you know, just compete and see where it takes
0: me. Yep. Hopefully, hopefully you'll stay fit and, um, yeah, when, when you we'll are fit, yeah. Yeah. And, um, I'm sure when you get a, I mean, you have, you don't know, right? I mean… I mean, you haven't played a full calendar year, so um, when you do remain fit, you may even, you know, go up the rankings by leaps and bounds as compared to when you're getting injured and coming back. And then again, it takes, you know, so many months to just get back to where you were, right?
1: Exactly, yeah. This is like an on and off process, which is actually very frustrating as well. And, you know, like if you complete a whole calendar year, you know, like what you can do in a year and then you can set better goals. Sure. Yeah.
0: Great. So, advice, advice for the people who want to get started with tennis and who want to pursue tennis, the women, the girls, the boys who want to, you know, pursue tennis, what advice do you have for them?
1: My advice would be, you know, like, especially for the younger generation who are playing, you know, like, the under 10s and 12s who are playing now or who want to take up the sport, you know, because of, all the legends out there it's like it's it's just to like you know like work hard and you know do the right things and and don't you know don't don't practice or don't you know work for 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 the results work 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 in the right way and if you work in the right way the results gonna come come to you so just enjoy like i every time this is the best advice everyone is giving me just be fearless, and you know everything will come to you.
2: Sure, sure,
0: guys, listeners, um, listen to her, please. And uh, where can they follow your journey, Rutuja? Thank you so much.
1: Well, I am available. You know, you can see my journey on Instagram or on Facebook. Yeah. I have a, I have a fan page on Facebook and. Uh, my Instagram is there. I'm trying to work on a website where uh, you know where I can share my journey. It's still sure. under process. But uh, yeah, once it's there, it should be up on my Instagram and my Facebook for you guys to follow.
0: Wonderful. So we'll have the show notes. We'll have the links to Rituja's accounts on the show notes. So please do follow her and support her in any way. And yeah, do get in. I'll, t- I'll share her email as well. So if you want to get in touch with her, for any sponsorship deals or I don't know what, for any reason you can contact her. So, Rutuja, thank you so much for spending your post-workout time with us.
1: Thank you for having me. It was such a pleasure.
0: And uh, yeah, all the best and I'll see you soon.
1: See you soon.
2: Thank you.